Today is September 16th, and the Yankees had an off day. Jake and I are in a pod in New York City, coming to you from the bottom bunk. Let's talk Yanks. All right, everybody, welcome to Talkin' Yanks. If the music sounded a little funky to you, it's because I don't have the correct computer or computer equipment to record and edit how we normally do. So we're just recording and posting. So that's how it is. I think, Jake, it might be like me in the right ear and you in the left ear, which that's going to be weird for people. So we apologize about that. But as I said in the intro, we're in the city. In a pod. Jake's on the bottom bunk. How you doing, Jake? I'm good. I'm good. The lefty righter thing, that brought me back to college. We are in the city. I think we, Jim, we have a lot of famous pods in our history. Oh, yeah? The famous Lake Ufala pod. That wasn't this show. This is going to be remembered. Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. This will be remembered as the pod pod. Pod pod. We're podcasting from a pod. If you need to spend one night in the city and you're alone, do this pod. Yeah. It's like easily, it's tiny, but it's one night. It's fine. It's it's nice. Yeah. It's not bad. So, yeah, we are, we are a little, little jazzed up, uh, slash coming down. (laughs) Yeah, I've hit a wall. I'm tired. We... We went to CC Sabathia. He's a pitcher on the team, if you don't know. Uh, he had his legacy, CC Gala, tonight. And it was it was wild, man. I mean, it was cool to see, like, John and I didn't really have, like, questions prepared. We're just like, we'll ad-lib. And the first couple people came through and were like, should we have questions prepared? And then, I don't know, we just realized it kind of was cookie-cutter, but basically it was bringing it back to CC and like it was cool i mean there was people from mu- music and movies amari stoudemire was there i'm sure that picture of me and him will leak out soon and that'll look very good for me um michael vick came through and i was like kind of in shock um tiki barber and then like all the yankees and it was really cool um we were like technically media <laughs> so it wasn't we we didn't get to fully bro out with the guys You've obviously seen the picture of me and Tyler Wade now. We got to yeah. chill with Higgy. It was cool. How it works is there's like a sectioned off area for the media, and, and it's usually small, but this was tiny. Yeah. And then each player gets the choice to do the photos and then do the media, and they're like, do you want to do photos and interviews or just photos? And about all of them, they're like, well, I'll just do the photos. I don't want to talk to the media. But some came over, and then at one point, and you when if they do come over, you only they only get, allow you like two or three questions. So right. there's really like no time to do a rapport or like, hey, how you doing? Which is how I'd want to do it. So it's awkward, but it was good. 
Uh, it's kind of the opposite of podcast vibes. Yeah, it's the very opposite. Yeah. It's like short and to the point, and and they want you to ask about Cece, obviously. So there's right. a lot of that. But anyway, it's good. The amount of people are there is crazy. Yeah. Uh, like in every realm, you know, other sports, entertainment, celebrities, Jesus and Miro are there. It's cool. Um, at one point, all the Yankees came up together, and they was all backed up, and they were just standing there waiting for the pictures. Yeah. And they were right next to Jake and I, so we were like just kind of trying to chat. It was Voight and Higgy and Judge and Gary and Wade and Sevy, Clint Dellen, and Sevy, Dellen, Gary. Chance. Chance Adams. Chance Adams looks like um, he's in 2006 high school. Yeah. Like he looks like a kid that I went to high school with that didn't phase out of that style. It's just it's so it's so funny. I I probably do this every other week, but you think about their actual lives, and it was funny seeing. I think Chance introduced his fiance or girlfriend or wife. I think he said fiance. That's why I'm saying that. Like Judge came over and he's like, "Hi, I'm Aaron. <laughs> this, is, this is my girl." <laughs> yeah. And it's just like I don't know. It's, it's funny to see that. Corey Gearin was there. Gearin was there <laughs> having a blast. Uh, he had he had some hater blockers on, so it was cool. Um. So I want I want to say something right now. Say it, Tiki Barber. We yeah. chatted with him for a little bit. What do you think his height's listed at on the internet? If you looked up Tiki, he's probably listed at five ten. Should yep. I look? I have it five ten. Okay. He was probably wearing dress shoes today, which add a little bit. Yeah. He was barely taller than me. Tiki's short. I'm a short. I'm five seven, five eight. Yeah. In dress shoes. And Tiki was very close to my height. Yeah, maybe he he steers up, he rounds up to five nine. Maybe in NFL spikes he was five ten. I don't know. That and I'm sure some... back in the day he had a lot more meat on him. I'm but fucking Stoudemire, <laughs> dude, Amari Stoudemire. I I was looking straight up. Like I don't think I've ever been next to a person and I was like looking pure like I hit my next capacity. Like <laughs> yeah. I think my back leaned. <laughs> I think I had to lean back. And How he, tall is he? And he was actually super cool. Amari's gotta be listed, six eleven, something like that. Um he's kinda got the sideshow bob hair going now. Um that that was nuts, man. Like I put the mic up there and I was like, What am I doing? He's he's listed at six ten. Yeah, you were full extension when you had the mic up there. That's I don't think you've realized yet, because we set up a video camera and the footage isn't our best. I'll just be honest with you, there's going to be some good clips. When you get to the me and Amari footage, you're going to start giggling uncontrollably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, another little tidbit. Sure, Edwin. Yes. So Cuddy just tweeted this. Uh, Brennan Cuddy tweeted uh, at CC Sabathia's gala. Edwin Encarnacion says he believes he'll be back before the end of the regular season, says he feels strong now. And I said to him, or I replied, I said he also rolled up right to the edge of the red carpet in a flat black Hummer, easily the biggest entrance. Yeah. Brendan Cuddy just quote tweeted and said, it was as if the military asked Batman to design a truck. Uh, it that's was. That's exactly what it was. It was. And it's uh, at talking, talking Yanks Faithful know that I've been falling for Edwin Encarnacion lately. It was only a multiplier. Uh, beautiful woman. I don't know if that was his wife or his girlfriend. 
And it was I think it was his niece. It was in standout fashion. She had some flair going on with her dress. Edwin, uh, Edwin's the king, man. <laughs> Wherever Edwin Encarnacion goes, he's the king of his own environment. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, Aaron Boone <coughs> came up, and uh, I said, like, hi, Aaron, how you doing? And then blah, blah, And uh, then I, someone nudged me on my back, and I was like, who's this? And then Aaron Boone's, it was Aaron Boone, and he just said, you're funny. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like it was a secret. <laughs> He's a quirky guy, kind of. No, I think he's super normal. Okay. And, and you expect him to not be. Okay, interesting. Like, he just wanted to come over and say... Like, he was one of... A lot of the other Yankees were a little more standoffish because they're, like, out of their element. I right. think Aaron Boone fits into whatever element you throw him in. Like, he was totally fine coming over to us and just, like, chatting. Yeah, it's true. And then I, I said to Boone, I, I go, uh, all right, good, I'm just glad you don't hate me. Because I was the one that outed the savages stuff, and there were some quotes about him not liking it. And he was like, "Nah, I don't care." Yeah, so, so that's good. Yeah, it's good all around. I say good. One last thing, and Wade was awesome because you and Wade looked at each other, and he instantly just ran off the joke. That so Wade and Clint, I think they rolled up together. Uh, I don't think so, I'm, but I have no idea. I, they, I think so. They all came at like one one time. Clint gave a big old smile to us, which mm-hmm. I. We can't tell if that's kind of sarcastic or if he's he's in on all of it. So that was that was nice. Uh, and then Wade, we did the double t- like we did a double take slash like I didn't want to just be staring at Tyler Wade because that would be a bad look for me. Uh, but then I saw like he he saw me, so I looked at him, and he like we kind of smirked. And then Tyler beat me to it. He's like, dude, we got to coordinate next time because we look so much alike. And then I gave him, I pretended like I was actually spooked out that I was seeing a double version of myself, and he actually really liked that. So me and Tyler Wade are very close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, awesome because he's figured it out with the bat now. It it's uh, on on the talking Yanks level, um, nothing too crazy. I I mean when we did the interviews again, it's them doing an interview, like it's not us hanging out and like. Finding out, so uh, right. We no. talked to Talkman, right? And Geo and Sessa, Talkman, and Gio, Britain, Sessa, Britain. Britain was like the first thing. We had, it just rained, so we just reset up. He was cool. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you guys will see a lot of that stuff come out. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess, and again, kind of behind talking Yanks thing. Like we're uh, we're friendly with them, and hopefully, we'll be doing more cool stuff with them coming up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we do have some voicemails, so here is the first voicemail. Hey, John Boy and Jake, this is Amato in California. As much as I'm stoked Giancarlo's coming back soon, and I want to see him you know, do everything he can for us in September and October, uh, if he can't play out, uh, if he can play left field, you know, is he going to be able to pass the offensive production of Talkman, Maven, and, and Clint this year? Um, I wanted to see what their numbers looked like combined in a season, and they had 663 at-bats this time. And in those games, they have 112 runs, 32 homers, 107 RBI, with 14 stolen bases thrown in and a batting average around 280. I don't know. If Giancarlo comes back and if he can't play left field or if his bat isn't there, do you guys think there's a chance they leave him off the postseason roster? 
I mean, I'm hoping he tears the cover off the ball when he gets back, and this is all a moot point. But if he struggles, what do you guys think? What do you do? Was interested to hear what you guys think. First off, Amato, those numbers are cool. <laughs> the production we got out of Clint, Talkman, and Maven is unreal. It's like a. Was that? I thought there was a fourth. Was it Clint, Talkman, Maven? Yeah, that's. I think that's all it was. Okay, I thought there was someone else in there, but. Want me to play back? I'll follow. I'll follow up. No, you're good. Keep rolling. Um. Well, hey, that's cool. That is like a Stanton season, though. Um. B. If Stan could come back and play left field, he's playing left field because it's him or Cameron Maben. Talkman's not available. Clint's not going to play left field. Um, it's him or it's Cameron Maben is your starting left fielder, or Giancarlo Stanton is your starting left fielder, or Tyler Wade. So if Stanton is alive and healthy enough to be on the field, he's going to be your starting left fielder. Am I missing someone? Am I? No. No, I mean, it, judge and right, guardian center, and then left field. And, yeah, I mean, we'll, uh, I think this Giancarlo stuff is going to be more clean cut than we think. Like, I think we're either going to see Giancarlo Stanton and be like, well, he looks right, and yeah, he's Giancarlo Stanton, or he's not going to look right and they're not even going to let him out there, or... um they let him out here, and it's like, this dude isn't Giancarlo Stan right now. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think in, if he's healthy, he's your starting left fielder. Right. And that's uh, the question kind of just is the health. I, yeah. I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, if Giancarlo Stanton is out there and can roam left field isn't, like, limping yeah, like yeah, an injured yeah, yeah. animal yeah. or something, uh-huh. you're going to play Giancarlo Stanton. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. So, I mean, if Talkman was still kicking, it'd be a much different thing. If Hicks had a possibility of playing center and then Guardy could be in left, it'd be a much different scenario. But with it being Stanton or Mabin, it's – and, and – it's Stanton's going to play unless he's like injured and off the roster. If Stan is on the roster, he will be your starting left fielder. Is our fourth outfielder right now Tyler Wade? Right now, yeah. Man, I mean, it just, uh, and I know I'm biased because of the lookalike thing, but every hour, Tyler Wade moves closer to being on the roster i think he's a lock i i mean there's there's some debate i know we talked to brian hoke a little bit and i don't think this is anything too controversial because he was talking about his 25 man i mean clint's got a good shot if um, edwin's not that, there that might be shot. more edwin related um but i mean tyler wade man especially if you can't count on stanton like if stanton is just a dh slash you just don't know like you kind of need tyler wade if yeah. Cameron Maben is a starting outfielder. I think Tyler Wade is a 100% lock for the postseason roster. What a world. I mean, with all the injuries. Yeah. You know, if uh, some people were saying, like, of course he's a lock. And it's like, well, no. Because if Hicks was healthy. Right. And Stanton was healthy. And Talkman was healthy. And he's not on the roster. But with all those guys being hurt, Tyler Wade's going to be on the roster. Because he can 
I mean, he can pinch run, and then he can be a defensive replacement yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Besides pitcher or catcher. So, that, well, I mean, that is invaluable. Yeah. So, he's there. Well, fellas, it's Boo Buck. I just got in from mowing the yard. Got me a nice cold silver suit here. They, uh, I think about it. You'll probably record this after the event on 17th uh, at the stadium there. But you know what? If you didn't notice, I wasn't able to make it. And, you know, it's tough on me. Uh, one, do I need to send the shirts back? Uh, you know, we got the refund on the tickets. Do I need to send the shirts back? And two, now I know how uh, Rachel from Friends felt when she missed she missed the, uh, her ski trip, you know, missed the family ski trip. I missed the family event at the stadium. Uh, it's tough. It, it, you know, I told Jake it's hard to be strong, but uh, bad day. Have a good one, fellas. Go Yanks. Boo box just sad. <laughs> Boo box. <laughs> I uh I've been where you are. <laughs> Step one just push that drink away. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you're gonna tell yourself I need another, I need another. You don't. <laughs> um no, we're gonna miss you and actually this is this is the evening before the event. Um and we're excited. It's gonna be a good time. We're gonna have like I think seventy five eighty Talking Yanks people before the game, drinking and in left field. So we're excited. Um, again, peeling back the curtain a lot tonight. Like we do all of that, like the planning and the coordinating and sending tickets and stuff. Uh, so hopefully in the future, as we grow, we can do a couple more and have some help around that. And you don't show wait. Up. You don't want to spend the four hours of your night sending tickets to people individually sending tickets to people uh no it was fun it was fun it was a different way to spend the evening but uh no we're we're excited it's gonna be a blast it worked out that it's Sevy's return i feel like there's got to be a voicemail about that uh but yeah we're we're excited we'll miss you boo back just just put put the sauce down what's good guys den's here uh, wondering what y'all would think about dropping the games to 140 games a season uh, with all the injuries and everything, dropping it by 20 games would give us about three to four games a month to keep the season exactly the same. Uh, tell me what you think. Tell them both. Wow. It's been a while since we got a flush. Less games? Nah. It's just not going to happen. Uh, owners, do you know how much money they'd lose if they dropped money off of games? Um, I mean, the the solution that every sport needs to come to is tightening up spring training, NFL, the preseason games. They got to tighten it up, and I think you just stretch out the season a little more. At add a couple more off days. Every team plays 162 games, right? Yes. But would you do 162 times 30? To find out how many games are played? No, because some games are played against other teams. You would do 162 times 15? 162 times 15. 
times 30. Okay. I don't know. But divided like by two? Because the Yankees play the Blue Jays, that's one game for both one teams. One game apiece. God. <laughs> Not a math pod. Okay. I was trying to do one six. <laughs> so bad at math, man. What? I'm just going to do one just, six. Just Google how many Major League Baseball games are there a year. Okay. And I'll I'll distract a little bit. I, a, it's never going to happen because people make money off of games. I, I do think there is something to spacing out the schedule a little more. Start the week, uh, start the season a, a week or two early, a couple more off days. Did you have it? 2,430 games. And, with, and that is 162 times 15. 15. So if we were to do yeah, one, 142, no, right. 122, he wanted you know, 140 is what he wanted 140. times 15 that's 2100 games so the <laughs> that is 300 and 200 <laughs> 300 and 200 they'll say <laughs> 320 games. no no i feel like we have a couple analytic fans that appreciate us and they hear this, and they're like... That's 330 games. Yeah, and they make X amount of dollars each game. It's just not going to happen. Uh, stretch out the schedule a little bit. That's kind of all I got. Go to 260, uh, and then put two more off days in the middle. 260. 160. <laughs> I opened up this episode saying I hit my wall, and I was yeah, tired. You're right. So fucking no one get on my case about all this math. 160, cut out a week of spring training, two weeks of spring training. I think players might agree to that. Cool. Figured it out. Hey, it's Dave. Question about injuries and about rest. Uh, we rested so much last year, and uh, we, we rested to the point where we were punting on games, you know, toward the end of a series that we were winning. We're doing the similar thing this year and yet we have the most injured team in like the history of sports how over it are you on the rest I know you're not huge fans of punting but with the rest how how over it are you because I'm pretty over it I'm pretty over just resting constantly and then just being injured anyhow you know just play them alright thanks guys Thanks, Dave. I think if they didn't rest, guys, we'd have even more injuries. I think there's something. I don't think. I don't think those go hand in hand. Uh, like I don't think we're getting injuries due to the rest. I think we're getting injuries due to unlock or bad preparement of like muscles and stretching and all that stuff with a strength and conditioning coach. I do think the Dodgers had this many or just about this many injuries last season. I read. That they had like 30 guys hit the IL and they kept the same exact training staff and they've been great this year. And it's just random. Yeah. Um, but who knows? I mean, you got to look into it. But no, I mean, I, I think I think during the season when the Yankees this season were in a race and games mattered, I think they did not punt nearly as many games as they did last year. Yeah. But now that we have a comfy lead. Of course, like, 
don't exert your bullpen when you don't have to and and be very careful with your bullpen and and guys um you know you, you get a lead in September so you can prepare for October and that's what they're doing which is much different than last year when they they punted like every series last year throughout the whole season it felt like yeah if they could if they could like if if they won a series they were going to punt like yeah. it wasn't a conversation yeah and uh, like during the regular season this year, you and I said it. It was a little. It was still there, but it was better than yeah. the year prior. But it all changes once we have a ten game lead on the division. Like use September to get right for October. Yeah, and I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like, is there something a little like your fan should kick in when you know your team isn't trying their hardest to win every game? Like, I get that. <laughs> like you. It, that's that's the root of sports, but uh, you have to understand there's a bigger goal and there's bigger things in play. And uh, yeah, I mean, think think if the Yankees weren't doing rest day stuff and these injuries were happen happening, we'd be screaming at the screen, "You gotta rest these guys. Yeah. This is why they're hurting." And then it's almost it's it's like a it, it's a catch twenty two either way. If you're resting guys and they are getting hurt which we are doing. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> don't don't get us wrong, that blows. But you you have to do it in the the best example we've had going for us which we mentioned on talking baseball earlier. Um if you haven't been checking that out, check it out. Tell a friend of another team. But Houston is doing the exact same stuff. Yeah, AJ Hinch said they value uh they value rest and going into the postseason strong more than trying to win home field advantage. So, I mean, because it's just kind of logical. So that's why the two teams are both doing it. If you had a key cog get hurt in the ninth inning at the end of the Blue Jays series, does that matter more than having them available for the ALDS? Yeah. Oh, no. All right, next. Hey, John. Hey, Jay. Buddy Gary here. Heard you got some uh, beef with me, John Boy. What's up with that? All right, that's all. See you guys later. Oh, wow. Wow. For anyone that's not on Twitter but listens to the show, there's a, there's a gang on Twitter. There's a gang. There's a hoodie gang. Beware. Uh, they have hoodies, and they, they're <laughs> repre- each represented by a player. Yeah. Hoodie Gary. Hoodie... Oh, is this a playoff Hoodie Allen? Isn't that a musician? Yeah, but I don't I think Hoodie Allen's out. I just think it was like Well anyway, Hoodie Gary. I do I, I have beef with Hoodie Gary? Do you know it's a mood. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a mood. Yeah. Like like Hoodie Gary or her, Hoodie Glaber. Like they're chilling. Oh, they got okay. the hood on, blinders oh. on, doing their own thing. Whenever I, think, I have a hood up, that means I'm about to eat carrot cake. When you put a hood over your head, yeah. you're about to eat carrot cake. Like you put carrot cake in front of me, and I'm wearing a hoodie, hood up, eating the carrot cake. But anyway, what hood- if there's carrot cake in front of you, sans hoodie. I'll eat it. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> but because carrot cake's got the worst. Dude, name. we used to mess up carrot cake. Well, they just named it wrong. They should just name it good cake. Because people don't try because they're like, carrot cake. I will that? say this. There's bad carrot cake. I've had a bad carrot cake. I don't know. Cake. Why do I have beef with Hoodie Gary? 
They um I, I forget if they did a high joke or they did something. They did something that oh. triggered you at the wrong time and you called Hoodie Gang. You called like a meeting of the cyber hoodies. Oh, because Hoodie Gang's supposed to be our boys. We right. like them. And then he was doing the classic annoying high cry joke. Right. I know I can't Well, what's the joke? I know I can't run away from those. Right. But I I'll openly admit I don't like them. What was the last thing you ran away from? Cat, probably. Or like Loud Thunder. You wouldn't run away from Loud Thunder. You take a couple steps. Right. I think. A wave. It's definitely a wave. Getting out of the ocean and a wave's coming. I don't want it to get my back of my legs and stuff because I already got the sand all off me. Definitely the last thing I ran away from was a wave. I'm glad I found like. I'll just this isn't anything. This this isn't anything. What we're doing? Yeah, no. If you're uh, the Twitter people know. If you don't know, you're probably so lost right now. Get on Twitter. If Twitter scares you, check it out. I was scared. Um. Yeah. Everyone just says I look high all the time, which annoys me. Right. I'm man enough to let you know I don't like it. Right. Everyone thinks you're like, well, you shouldn't care, man. Don't let it bother you. No, it bothers me like every time. It bothers you. Yeah. So I thought the hoodie gang was my boys. Right. Turns out hoodie Gary was being a jerk. That and I guess that's what it was. What are they talking about? Yo, Jake. Yo, John Boy. This is Kyle from New Jersey. I've been listening for a while now. Uh, this is my first time calling. You guys make following this team way more fun for all of us. Hey, I got kind of a mainstream question. As I'm listening to this doubleheader with the Tigers, I was thinking you guys are usually pretty level-headed with everything. You're not very biased. I want to know where you guys think Aaron Judge ranks among MLB players. Is he top five, top ten? I just want to know what you guys think. Thanks. This season, he's probably not either because he's injured for half of it. We'll say he's on pace. Like he's on pace numbers are insane again. I think. Yeah. I think when healthy, he's. I think this is a like top 10 lists are tough. I think when healthy, and that's kind of the caveat that hurts it, but I mean, that kind of goes everyone. I think would say, so you could argue top 10. I don't think you could argue top five. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Mike Trout is number one. It's not a conversation. I will say it helps that judges a five tool player. Like he's really good outfielder, has a really good arm, can make the plays, and can run on the bases. Even if they don't ask him to steal, he can go first to third, he can do that shit. Pete Alonzo, big fan, crushes home runs. I mean, he's like a one-tool player, but he's very good at hitting for power. Yeah, I mean, he's... Two-tool he, player? He's he, out there, yeah. Two. I mean, he's not good at defense. He's a bad first baseman. Right, it's still it's worth it to have him there. Um yeah, I mean, you just start getting into such gray areas. I mean, how do you rank someone like Ronald Acuna, who's going to finish 40-40 this year? Speed, power, plays really good defense. I'll say this, one of my one of my favorite things, and it's part of the reason he's the best in like, kind of keeping ESPN afloat, Scott Van Pelt, um, one of his units of measurement, and it's just how good is your good? <laughs> It's because there's so many things that get in the way. It's, well, Judge has been injured, and it's, ah, well, you know, he has a slump, and it's, um, you know, Acuna could do this, or uh, Alex Bregman, blah, blah, blah. You could go so, down so many avenues. At the end of the day, how good is your good? <laughs> and Aaron Judge, man, when 
when he's at his best, if you have all players at their best, I think there's an argument to say that Aaron Judge is a top five player. But I think if you're just doing like generalities and going off the body of work, I think top 10 is safe. I'd have to go through the list and some of the numbers. And it is, um, it's one of the things with baseball being a local sport is that, Jim, you've, you've seen me grow kind of a man crush on Ronald Acuna this season yep. because he's a center fielder. He's so talented. He's so good. But I mean, I haven't watched a full Braves game this year. <laughs> um, so, so it's so tough to like put Aaron judge on a scale when I watch 162 or however many games he's going to play this year versus me seeing Acuna highlights and being like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I think you could safely say he's a top 10 player. There's probably arguments you could say when he's at his best five. Sure. I hope he puts together full seasons. Next That'd be year. cool. Hey guys, Matt calling from North Jersey. Um, just wanted to say I'm really getting excited for October with the season winding down. Hopefully it's all in the Bronx, but, uh, the thought on my mind today is kind of just, you know, I'm, I'm 23. I've been watching the Yankees since 2002. Not trying to sound spoiled or like an entitled, entitled fan, but, you know, most years that I've seen has, it has involved the Yankees making the playoffs and losing in the, first round, in the first round or having a disappointing playoff loss like the Houston a few years ago or Boston in 04. And I feel like people say to me or a lot of Yankee fans, oh, what, the Yankees don't need to win a championship. They win all the time. When really, for someone who started watching right after the late 90s, it kind of hasn't been that way. And uh, that's really why I think, oh, winning a ring this year and the next few years really would mean a lot more to someone, uh, to a fan my age. I know you guys are uh, a little bit older, so you can remember the late 90s. So I don't know if you see that same perspective. Just give me your thoughts. Thanks, guys. Your first World Series that you're invested in is different. For me, it was 2009. I mean, I was alive for 96, 97, or not 97, 98, 99, 2000. But I wasn't like, I was young. I was like eight, nine years old. And I was living in Australia right. um, for 96. I was in New Jersey. And I, wa- I was what, seven years old. So I watched all the playoff games with my dad, but I didn't know shit. Like, I didn't yeah. know how to watch baseball. And then in 90, 98, 99, I was in Australia, and we watched all the World Series games. My mom would record them, and we watched them. But I didn't follow the team for the 162. And, I didn't. I just, again, I didn't know, like, that's a curveball. That's a fastball. He's stealing, hit and run. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, when I started watching every day was when I moved back to Connecticut, and there was Yes Network in 2003. So that 2003 team and 2004 was like my first, like I was a freshman in high school, diehard fan, watched every inning of every game. And that was all the way until 2009. So 2009 for me is really like that first World Series where I was like, I was fucking here. Like I was in this game one to the last game any team played that year. So I do think there's like a difference for a fan that has that, for like me, I have that with 09. For Matt, who doesn't have that, because he he was he's younger in 09, like I was saying. But but Matt, every World Series is going to feel fantastic, no matter how many. World Series are good. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my path's a little different, um, just because, I mean, I used to watch a lot of the games on MSG and w- everything they were on before the Yes Network and Bernie Williams and Jeter. Like, But it's funny you said that. Like, 96, like, not a lot of bells ring in my head with 96. You were, like, five years old. I was, uh, I was six, seven. Yeah. Ber- October 11th. Get, re- get your presents ready, everyone. Um but you're, I mean, 98, 99, 2000. And I, I was a weird, I was into sports early and like a little too far. Like it was weird. Um, but yeah, like I, I wrote paper, I wrote a paper on Clay Bellinger being my idol in third grade. Uh, Scott Brocious, Bernie, all those guys, you, you guys hear it when I talk. Um, so I do have that. I think what is interesting is like I I do get it like what what that caller said like they they don't feel a lot of those or any of those really and uh I'm going to say now some contradictory stuff which I'm good at. Um I dropped spoiled Yankee fans a lot. I haven't said it a lot this year, but I used to say it a lot. And spoiled Yankees fans is what I'm saying. Just think about our bullpen through the years. Like Think about some of the conversations we have around Araldis Chapman. There's teams that have never had Araldis Chapman come out of that door for the ninth inning. Uh, to have, like, Mariano in that. 27 of them. Think about all the guys in our bullpens. In our bullpens. Yeah, both of them. And I, I don't want to get myself in Jonathan Holder trouble here, but... How many guys in our bullpen do you think could be a closer on other teams? Four. And that's insane. There's there's some teams that have guys that don't deserve to be closers on their teams, and we have four guys that Name can names. do it. Of the teams or the good guys? Name we a sh- team. I shook one of their hands tonight, Zach Britton. Name a team who's trotting out a wannabe closer, doesn't deserve it. Whoever's on the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> whoever the they or- don't have a closer. Whoever the Orioles call their closer nowadays. They don't have a closer. Detroit they- after they traded Shane Green. I wonder if they have like a closer. I think Joe Jimenez or something like that. It's got to be closer by committee. But anyways, and that's the other thing. The Yankees haven't had a losing record in what was it? Twenty seven years? Twenty eight? So uh, the spoiled Yankee fans means a couple different things. Well, I will say, like winning winning seasons are nice, but when, I'm not going to hang my hat. You'd never be like, "Oh, well, we never lose the regular season." Like, who who cares? Right, but I mean, also think of it this way: when we leave, like playing Detroit or something like that, it's like, yo, we've never had to go through that. Yeah, it's true. And and every other team pretty much has to. Um, I don't know. We we got to start getting some titles. I I uh, whoa whoa phone just talked to Jimmy. Um, I don't know. Like I, I had a tweet that got a lot of a lot of heat earlier when I said like, if the Yankees get in trouble in the postseason, it's because of their starting pitching. Brian Cashman's going to be on the hot seat, and that was a little clickbaity. I can admit that now, um, but I, I don't know. It, it has been ten years since we've got a ring, and it's the New York Yankees, and there is somewhat of a president set. So, um, president, president. Brian Cashman. Is he the president of the Yankees? Brian no. Cashman didn't want to take pictures. Yeah, he was there. Um, at, let's just win this year, and I think we're good. We're pausing. We're pausing. 
littering. My name is anonymous Patreon user. Jake, what the fuck is up with the horizontal handles on the cabinets behind you? Everyone wants to know. <laughs> How do you know which way they open? Why aren't those the drawers? What is going on? Please explain. Well, here, if there's a never, if there's ever a good ad to be a patron, you can see Jake's cabinets. And I know you got annoyed by this when they were doing this. Yeah. The handles are weird. I get it. Let me start by saying that I get it. Um, when you picture handles, you picture a vertical handle. And that also kind of labels which way the cabinet yeah. opens. Yeah. My apartment has horizontal handles in the middle, which there's a, I, I would say a convenience factor. It's just another way to skin a cat because you don't have to worry about what side opens. You just grab from the middle and it's going to open. Yeah, but if they were on the right way, you wouldn't have to worry at all. Well, you still don't have to worry. That's what I'm saying. It's oh. going to open. <laughs> Grab the handle, and the cabinet will open. And, yeah, if this isn't a Patreon endorsement, I don't know what is. Hey, Jimmy and Jake. This is the Todd Father calling from Roll, New York. Love the pod. Question. How long will the Yankees wait to name Aaron Judge their next captain? He seems to fit the mold to be next in line. He's a great leader in the clubhouse, on the field. I just feel it'd be a perfect fit. Also, you need to get intern Luke on a show. Maybe you could, like, dump some champagne over his head when the Yankees win the World Series. Just a thought. Keep up the great work, guys. Congrats on all the success, and go Yanks. Definitely got to kick Luke's ass if they win the World Series. That'd be great. Yeah, rules are rules. Come home from college. Got an ass to get kicked. Yanks won the World Series. We got to beat you up. Derek Jeter's rookie year was 1996. Derek Jeter became captain in 2003. That's seven seasons. Judge is currently in his third season. You're not going to name him captain until you lock him up with a long-term contract, which I don't know if Judge is going to get because we have him on contract till he's like 30, and then what are you going to give him? Probably five year deal if he wants to. So I, I I don't I don't know if uh I don't know how they would do it, but precedent does not say judge should be captain. Precedent says it's too early. He acts like the captain. He's the unsung captain. Maybe he can just continue to do it without it being named. Yeah, and it's I don't know. Mentally mentally judge is the captain. And that's that's part of the effect going on. The contract stuff is very real. I think when we first did this conversation, probably two seasons ago, you and I both had like an eye-opening moment. Like, yo, that's super true. <laughs> you can't name him the captain because then Judge would have like a huge negotiating chip. If the Yankees lost their captain, um, that's insane. So, yeah, they need to lock up Judge. You wonder... And it's probably going to depend a lot how this postseason goes, because um, we saw we saw my baby Braves. They locked up Albies and Acuna on kind of those team friendly contracts that you could figure out some stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. How old's Judge? Twenty seven. Thirty six. Okay, I think he's twenty seven. We'll have to check on that. Because um, I mean, whether it, Judge would hit free agency in his age thirty season or whatever it is, maybe the Yankees start paying him now. 
um, and they can save on the bigger bill later, and you lock him up until he's 34. Um, we'll we'll see. I, I think it's interesting that we haven't heard any of that, um, any of the contract stuff. We always hear the captain thing, and I think we we mentioned intern Luke, um, intern Chris, your dad. We talked to him briefly um, on the way there because we thought Reggie Jackson was going to be at the event tonight, and we were like, hey, you got any good Reggie stuff? And uh, he was just like, hey, you know, maybe mention the captain stuff with the big guy and see what Reg says. Um, I I don't know. There's there's not a good answer. It, it's in your head. It seems like it's ready, but it's not. If if this offseason the Yankees win the World Series, they sign Judge to that seven-year, $150 million extension, and they name him captain on the spot, uh, we would have no qualms with it. Um, so I, I don't know. It's, it's in the works. I mean, I, you wonder, I know he's the kid and the little brother on the team and Glaber Torres has the chance to be like a 15 year Yankee, <laughs> but it's so funny that he's, he's, not he's like the baby. Yeah. He's like, he's just the baby on the team. It's just, he's not what <laughs> timing. What's up guys? They don't. Um, it, they're the best. I love them. Uh, Paxton's doing work right now. Tanaka's going to be phenomenal in the playoffs. I can't wait. Uh, all the haters out there, suck it. Quick question. Uh, if all the Yankees had a superpower, what would it be? Love you guys. Go Yanks. Big suck. Tom Sawyer. Yanks have five closers. Dellen. Dellen. Cool, five. Uh, Yanks pitching. Them saying, people out there that say uh, pitching sucks is just a rhetoric that started when they had that terrible stretch against Minnesota and Boston and uh, when they didn't trade for pitching. And that rhetoric has just been repeated by the mindless, dumb idiots that also say you look high and like you're going to cry in my right. post games. Just it's the how's the weather of Yankees talk. It's like, you know, I I don't have any opinion on this, so I'm going to repeat what I think I heard once. Right. Yankees pitching isn't good enough. It's like, well, Tanaka can put together a game. Sure can. Paxton, 9-0 and in his last nine starts. It's good. Doing the damn thing. Good. Domingo Herman. Yanks have won like 18 games that he's started in. 18 and four, something like that. And he's also has good stats. All the peripherals are yeah. good. Chad Green, he could give you three strong. Yeah. Severino's coming back. He could probably give you three strong. I mean, that's... Then you got five closers. <laughs> I've Jim, I've... So I've, take your hand and shove it up your butt uh, with your dumb, regurgitated rhetoric because you don't know anything. Tom Sawyer, thank you for the call. Can you sing the today's Tom Sawyer? Um, but yeah, yell at your parents because that's <laughs> that's your life. <laughs> that's your life. Uh, thanks, Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry Finn. Okay, it's out. It's done. Jim, let's come come to a dream world with me. Come and to a dream world. No, don't with get me. get out of the pod bed with me. No. Jim, let's say we see a couple more good outings from Dallin Batances and we trust him for one inning. 
Can you could you possibly ever put on that hat where you trust Dellen Batances for one inning? I think I may be able to do it. I who, think I'm there. Who John Sterling calls the best reliever in baseball when he's right. Um, so let's say we trust Dellen Batances. Yeah, that's Do wild. you trust Tommy Canely for an inning? Yeah, I do. Do you trust Zach Britton for an inning? I do. I do. There's times where I'm like, it, what? Two- There's times when it seems like a bad f- fit. Yeah, it needs to be. The fit needs to be there, and then it's all there. And but sometimes it's also the most dominant on the team. It's like wild, but yes, we'll say yes. Adam Adovino, do you trust him for an inning? Yes. Araldis Chapman, do you trust him for an inning? Yes. Chad Green, trust could, him for two. Could you trust him for two? Two early middle innings. Two. You got him. I'm up to seven. Jake's up to seven innings. So when we throw out. Paxton, Tanaka, Sevi, Herman. Basically, if we can get two innings out of them, almost everything else is bonus. Well, yeah, it's hard to trust all those guys every night. Right. But you don't want to bank on that. But if Tanaka, if if starter can give us five innings of one earned run, we now have six weapons to try to get through the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. And that's not factoring in however CeCe gets involved or wh- whoever gets involved in the rest of that bullpen. So we, we and I'll, this isn't another plug, but it could be, on Talking Baseball, we went through some box scores. I think it was Clevenger for Cleveland through an eight-inning pitch, two-earn run, beautiful game. I think double-digit strikeouts. Yeah. The Twins went bullpen day with mostly guys you wouldn't know. Yep. And they won because <laughs> yeah. every guy that came out of the bullpen did their job. We get it. It's tough to ask six guys to be perfect on the same day. So sum it up. One team had a really good starting pitcher. The other team had a bullpen day, and the bullpen day team won. And the Yankees have two bona fide starting pitchers, Tanaka and Paxton. They got Domingo Harmon, who could be a starting pitcher. They're probably going to ask him to do a little less. They got Severino, who's going to go three to five. He's going to be the best to ever do it. And then they got a bullpen full of outs. So if you're still saying that that the Yankees don't have starting pitching, don't. Jimmy froze for a second. Just don't say it. Do research. Talk about things you know. You know? It's a fool's task to talk about what they don't know. Yeah. That's why you don't hear me ever talking about how to make candles. You don't. You I have don't. no and idea Everyone how. demands it. They demand it. They demand it's it. It's like I have to do some studying first, guys. I can't just drop candle knowledge out of you out of nowhere. I and, don't know how. And know what? Houston wishes they had our bullpen. The Dodgers wish they had our bullpen. The Mets would <laughs> This is a phrase I don't think I've said on Talking Yanks. The Mets would suck dick for our bullpen. Oh my! Thanks God. for listening. Thank you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Is that the last voicemail? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Bye, guys. There's no outro music because I don't have that. We're not. Not editing. happening. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>